I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Let's get ready to rumble! He's the fastest man on the planet. He did go up there, Rabbits. What about Andrew King? Put him in the second! Wow, E. Haven't we seen some fantastic individual games this week from players? Uh, some shocking games by teams. A mix of in-between. Uh, a random super coach where I think it's very hard to give a general idea until updates come in as to how well people have gone. My initial thought is if you've scored anywhere between 1250 and 1300, I think that's pretty... Um, par. If you've scored well over 1,400, you, you've had a fantastic week, but uh, definitely tomorrow is going to depict what, what happens and how people's uh, teams have gone. I think a lot of people are in the same boat as me here, that, that one man saved their team uh, this afternoon. We will get to him, but the very first game of the week, 50-0, the Storm absolutely throttled the Rabbitohs, and it was one of these games where the Storm just got on top and didn't give up ascendancy. And if you had any serious stocks in the Rabbitohs players, it uh, was a very, very tough game to watch, especially when you look back at the recap and you see the junior Tatola top scored for the Rabbitohs with 45. Uh, as someone like myself that owns Dane Gagai, or if you're an Alex Johnson or a Cody Walker, uh, or if you took the pun on Benji Marshall, even someone that bought in Jai Arrow when he started, it just wasn't a good look. And you expect that with a team that scores zero points. You don't expect a huge supercoach output from anyone, but it shows how crucial Adam Reynolds is. Um, they're not going to give him a contract, which I find is baffling. I think this game really hits the nail on the head. Cam Murray, another, another big absence as well. A little bit of backline reshuffling. Uh, Cody Walker at fullback had one good game, and, and obviously this dished up, but top scored by the Fox, wasn't it? Uh, five tries. Sorry, six tries. Absolutely astronomical. Six tries in one game is is freakish, and uh, that showed by his supercoach score with 178 was looking to be the top scorer of the round until um, a certain manly fullback smashed that. But, yeah, 178 for Addo Carr. Not overly super coach popular. Uh, a lot of the guys that are going to have him in their side really, I guess, the Stormers fans or, or have huge stock in that left edge, which I don't I don't blame them. That left edge for the Storm is absolutely flying. But Addo Carr never really been a, a huge super coach um, scorer, but this is an outlier for him, and it's a fantastic game for those who own him. Jerome Hughes and Cam Munster both uh, had tons. Jerome Hughes was someone I was looking at for Origin, but realized I would have to trade out either Cleary or Sam Walker to get him in. But with the injury to Sam Walker, there might be no time like now to sell Walker and picking up Hughes. I think he's going to be a great option for round 13. Cam Munster, the first fantastic score we've seen from him this year. A bloke that was just consistently pumping out 70s and 80s and... Uh, the first 100 for him, which is hard to believe. Nico Hines, for those that brought him in, um, had a wonderful, wonderful game. 96 from him. He's been a fantastic option for the last couple of weeks. Uh, Pappenhausen expected to be back next week. Curious to see how Bellamy uses him, if he stays into the starting side. Uh, or if they give Pap another week off, leading into Origin. Who knows? But definitely one to watch out for there. George Jennings with an 89. Uh, Justin Ollum, uh, you would think he would have scored a lot more than 68, considering how much uh, involvement he had in Adokar's uh, tries. He had a kick for a try assist. I think he had two passes as well. So he only scored 68. 
Um, interesting to watch and, and look back at the recap and see him not scoring too fantastically. The first game on Friday saw a very similar result to the first game on Thursday. 48-0 from the Panthers uh, against the Sharks. Stephen Crichton top scored 123. Uh, Charlie Staines 115 as well. I thought this was a game where uh, only one of them would go huge, but that right edge was humming. The left edge was humming as well, so uh, a bit of mix and match there. Nathan Cleary continuing to do what he does, 107. Fisher Harris bagged a try as well to get him to an 84, who's looking like a real origin buy, someone I'm looking at myself uh, for that round 13. Jerome Luai, uh, begging he doesn't get picked for origin because he's going to be a wonderful uh, play for round 13 as well. Liam Martin with a 72, Brian Toto with a 71. And Kurt Capel with a 60 rounds out. The 60-point scorers for uh, the Panthers. For the Sharks, Aiden Tolman, uh, 62, was the only player to score over 60 for them. Just in the middle, doing a big stint. But this was dominated by the Panthers, uh, showed by the scoring. Uh, multiple, multiple guys. I think it works out. If you played all of the Panthers guys and Captain Cleary, you would have scored about 1,250, which is what some people are looking at for... Um, their overall score with their 17 best players I can pick from. So if you played everyone from the Panthers and Captain Cleary, you were looking at about a 12.50. So uh, not bad from them. Not a bad day out to be a Panthers fan in 2021. Uh, curious to see if they go all the way or they or they fall short again. It's going to be a big test when they face uh, the Storm, who I think are the next best side. One of the games that was hard to dissect, the Roosters really um, stood up with, with a lot of injuries, and they continue to be cursed week in, week out, but take nothing away from Parramatta, 31-18. to 18. Uh, They played a fantastic game as well. Highlighted by uh, Isaiah Papali'i with a 97. I thought he would have lost that try assist um, for all money, but they kept it. He actually went up, so uh, Papali'i continues just to put out attacking stats and, and be a fantastic option for you guys that picked him up. For anyone that didn't, uh, I'll stand by my comment that I think it's just too late to pick him up. Anything over 800k for him is ridiculous, um, and yeah, I, just, I can't see it. Even if he is scoring hundreds, uh, I've just got too much um, uncertainty around paying that much for, for a middle forward who has been jagging attacking stats week in, week out. Bryce Cartwright, 87. Uh, Cardi Party back in full flight. Matto with an 85. Junior Paulo with a 77. Dylan Brown with a 71. Moses with a 70. That rounds out everyone over 60 for them. So, Matto back in full flight. Definitely one of these guys you should be looking at for round 13. Um, I'll be picking him up at a cutthroat price as well. As for the Roosters, we touched on Matt Ikevalu. Nat Butcher made about 4,000 tackles to get an 80 points in Supercoach. Jad Rewea Hargraves was required to play a lot of minutes as well. Uh, he jagged out a 67. Interesting to see here from CSC Watakiaho starting off the bench. Uh, looks like he's going to be suspended facing a couple of weeks on the sidelines. Sam Walker, um, he was in a moon boot after the game. So curious to see how they manage that. Adam Kieran's back to Sam Walker. Spent a bit of time on the sideline. Never thought I'd fathom this, but is he a sell? He had a minus 101 break even this week. Scored a... 34, we know he's a bit hot and cold when the Roosters don't score. He's not someone that can generate much points for himself, so it's a, it's a hard one to really assess. I think if you're looking to really go heavy for round 13, Sam Walker might be a sell, um, and then look to nuff out whoever you pick up later in the season. But yeah, interesting to see how the Roosters manage this. Um, more injury concerns for them. Drew Hutchinson's probably going to be out with a, a broken rib for extended time, so maybe Sam Walker isn't um, afforded the time to... Uh, be on the sideline. That might see Joey Mano move to six and, and Joseph Sawali come into the center. So 
Definitely a lot of repercussions that we can look at moving forward for the Roosters. The Raiders do it again, don't they? They lead in the first half, choke the second half. The Knights come back from behind. Uh, after being down a significant deficit at halftime, they come back to get the win 24-16. Kalen Ponga uh, inspired the Newcastle Knights there to a win with 89 points. For Supercoach, um, as someone that was actually versing him in a, in a significant head-to-head game uh, against uh, Catfish Wilfred, um, yeah, he was on 10 points at halftime and was looking fantastic and then obviously pulled out a, a fair bit of junk, which is, I guess, great for Supercoach owners of Kalen Ponga, not great for guys that were versing him. Tyson Frizzell was a 79. Uh, a try there really boosted him. Jaden Brody with some more junk time points to get a 72. A man that I was looking at for round 13, David Clemmer. We're going to get him at a cutthroat price of like 450k, but he's just not providing the scores we need from him uh, week in, week out. So 55 from him is just not good enough to be looking at him uh, moving forward. Bailey Simonson, sure as shit, the week that I trade him out, uh, goes off, scores a 86. I think him and Rapina swap sides from memory, um, which obviously put him on the dominant side for, for try scoring. Josh Papali'i, 71, in his game back from being on the stint for a week. George Williams with a 69. And the man we spoke about on the other wing, Rapina, uh, also scored a 60. When Ryan Sutton went down with that hyperextended elbow, I thought Joe Tarpany would have been a great pickup. Then he got injured as well, so it puts the red line through him. That could see someone like Corey Horsburgh step up and, and get good minutes as well. So uh, he could be one to look out for, same as Hudson Young. So curious to see what Ricky Stewart does. It's worrying, worrying times for the Raiders. I feel like we're saying this every week moving forward. Um, the Raiders just seem to be in all sorts of trouble and, and not sure what's happening. Uh, I'm not sure what's happening. Probably Michael Maguire as well. 28-36, Tigers, Titans. And after 15 minutes, it was 24-0 or something. And I thought we were on again for uh, a huge whitewash. But the Titans continued to let sides back in after getting out to commending leads. Did it against the Broncos. Did it against the Tigers again. One man's praises that I have been singing week in, week out. Adam Dewey, 132. He is uh, a better version of Jack Whiten for Supercoach, in my opinion. Plays round 13. Fullback 5'8". I think he's a fantastic pickup uh, for your round 13 sides if you're trading against someone like Connor Watson, who played very little minutes. Um, I guess I didn't touch on that either. So, yeah, Mitch Barnett played very, very little minutes. Uh, Connor Watson played very little minutes. Lachlan Fitzgibbon played big minutes in his first game back. So... Not too sure what Adam O'Brien is doing with that rotation. One to watch and probably trade out. Sorry, back to the Tigers game. Yeah, Adam Dewey, 132. David Nofaluma, double. Sees him get 106. And Jake Simicon scored a try, which helped him after, yeah, being really underperforming and and worrying. David Fafita was set for a big score until uh, a sin bin ruled him out. Looks like he's going to spend a couple weeks on the sideline if he accepts a judiciary charge. I think it's very similar to the Victor Radley case. I think if he challenges this... Um, there's a decent chance he gets off it, and, and hopefully he does because he's, he's crucial to Supercoach. He scored an 81 with a sin bin, which was which was phenomenal. Jamal Fogarty, 92, one of these guys that you should look at for trading out for Sam Walker as well. Uh, with no Ash Taylor, he is the focal point, and they need him to, to succeed. Brian Kelly repaid owners with a 69 as well. AJ Brimson with a 77. Philip Sami with a 68. Jared Wallace with a 66. And another man that I feel like if Ash Taylor is out for any extended time, Tanner Boyd. Uh, it's a bit of a punt to pick him up this far out. Uh, of origin. I feel like now is the time to pull the trigger on him, otherwise he's going to become too expensive. But he is a halfback hooker in Supercoach and um, can definitely fill a job if you're going to trade out someone like a Sam Walker. You could put Tanner Boyd in there to, to do you a job for a week in round 13 and then move him on. Uh, if you have someone like a Peachy, he's got a try uh, and got 55, which was... Um, this is the problem with Peachy. He's very hot and cold, isn't he? So 55 without the try takes into around 38 or so, which... Uh, for a guy that you're paying good money for, isn't fantastic. Anyone that held Tino Fatasul Malawi, I urge you to sell him. 45 from him, it's just not 
not kicking on the way people want him to. So, yeah, look, great game of footy, high-scoring affair. Titans uh, letting sides back in once again. Tigers, uh, yeah, dire, dire times for us, unfortunately. Cowboys and the Broncos continue to have a great rivalry, continue to have a great game. Jason Tamlota looks set to be back, played 73 minutes, 101 points with a try. Fantastic. Jay Clifford, Kyle Felt, Kyle Felt with one of uh, the best tries I've seen in a long time. That one-handed sort of out the back, over the top of three defenders in the corner. Fantastic. If you haven't seen it, I definitely recommend you checking out match highlights and seeing that Kyle Felt try. He's got a 62. Uh, the same with Jay Clifford with a 62. Apart from that, there wasn't much else to talk about from the... Cowboys, uh, they only scored 19 points, so wasn't a huge opportunity for any of them to go large. For the Broncos, on the other hand, Payne Haas, 77. Xavier Coates, new Melbourne Storm recruit with a 78. No one else for them, over 60 points as well. A little bit disappointing from TPJ. He scored a 50, but looked to be involved in everything. So when updates come through, maybe he gets a little bit of a boost. But yeah, just a, a weird time for him to not score. Fantastic. Pat Carrigan looks to be out for a long, long time. So uh, Ethan Bullymore or um, someone like a Reese Kennedy could step up and fill that 13 role. And curious to see uh, what happens there uh, for the Broncos. I've brushed over the last couple of games because this is the game of the round that we want to talk about. A 70-point thriller at Brookvale Oval. The Manly Seagulls, 38, defeating the Warriors, 32. Top score by far, Tom Travojevic, 193, the fifth best scoring supercoach ever, uh, and updates could be kind to him to get him over that line. We've seen Papienhausen do it, we've now seen Turbo do it, 193, I think he had five try assists, uh, two tries, sorry, three try assists, five line breaks, four line break assists, something ridiculous, it's one of the best individual games we've seen in a long time, if he was a goal kicker, uh, yeah, that record would have been hugely smashed, but 193, you'll still take it. He saved my week. Um, I, ha- I captained him. Uh, like a lot of you people did, I think he really, really helped teams that were struggling, my- myself included. I was uh, barely scraping to 1,000 points this week, but Turbo really got me over the line, should get to around 1250, which should see a green arrow in the overall ranks, which is um, what we want to see. Morgan Harper, a lot of guys that were calling for Morgan Harper to be a decent pickup, scored 89, and if Turbo's going to be feeding him balls left, right, and center with the fantastic run they've got coming up, uh, Morgan Harper could be a decent pickup in your center wings. The Saabinator, uh 88 points, hat-trick for Jason Saab. So, look, he's going to see a nice little price rise. He was on one point or something at half time. So, 88 points in one half from Saab. Jake Travojevic with a shift, got 71. Ruben Garrick with a 62. And, uh, yeah, it just continues to... Manly just continue to go strength from strength. They played well against the Panthers last week in, in a losing effort, but it shows you how crucial Tom Travojevic is. And if anyone doesn't own him in their supercoach sides, I would be definitely pulling their, my temp part to get him despite the price rise. The hamstring looks to be good. He looks to be involved, and that's all we can ask for for Manly, all we can ask for from Turbo, and all we can ask for for Supercoach. For the Warriors, Tohu Harris with 105, a try assist and a try, which is going to boost him up. Cody Nikorima steering the ship with 100 points as well. Chanel Harris-Tavita with a 65. Look, that combination was clicking well. Uh, they scored 32 points, so they're obviously going to be firing well, but what does that leave for... Uh, rookie Reese Walsh. Now, he came off the bench today and then came in and, and roamed around the middle there a little bit, which which is fantastic. Broke the game open uh, with a nice try at the end there to, to really set us up for a, a huge finish. But, yeah, I mean, Wade Egan looks to me in the chopping block there, so it depends on how they use him. But uh, Cody Nicarima, another one of these guys that is continuing to prove week in, week out for super coaches. And, um, yeah, unfortunately, there isn't much more to talk about in this game other than Turbo. Uh, 193. So if you captain him, fantastic. If you didn't, it's a horror show. Uh, thankfully, I've captained Pappy and Turbo in both weeks. They've gone large. 
So that should help the overall ranking, but um, yeah, definitely all the Tom Travoyevich show at Brookvale on a Sunday afternoon, nothing better than that. And the last game of the round, I don't care how much of a footy fan you say you are, was a tough watch. Uh, The Dragons, 32, the Bulldogs, 12. One of these games where it's hard to get excited for, last game of the round after seeing fireworks and pretty good games beforehand. The Dragons got the win, um, but yeah, against the, the Bulldogs, it's not uh, not too hard. A lot of teams uh, running through there. Matt Dufty with a 93, who could be a pretty genuine option to trade out um, Tedesco for. Look, Tedesco's got a pretty good two next weeks, um, and if he doesn't fire in those two weeks, definitely you can see a world where you move him on for, for Dufty to get you through round 13. Uh, Paul Vaughan with 92, bagged a try. It's going to help him out there. Uh, Jack Bird with a 90, with no Lomax. He is the strike center. Uh, I think he's less than 400k. So definitely could see a world where you pick up Jack Bird to get through round 13. Uh, Corey Norman with a 72. Andrew McClark with a 66. Blake Laurie with a 63. Now, a man that I was looking at picking up, actually, Josh McGuire. Uh, played 80 minutes last week and scored 65. Played uh, about 75 minutes so this week and, and scored a 60. We'll be going to the judiciary, um, being put on report for a late hit on Kyle Flanagan. So one to watch out for there. Just these guys that are safe 60s, uh, I think they're going to be the keys to your front row forwards. Obviously, you've got guys like Payne Haas and Isaiah Papali'i, but... To get you through these middle periods of the year, I think if you can pump out a safe 60 with guys like Laurie, uh, guys like Thompson, guys like Maguire, uh, guys in, in that nature, then you're on track for a pretty consistent score week in, week out. As for the Bulldogs, uh, led by their forwards, considering they only scored 12 points, Luke Thompson with a 68, uh, runner for Tony with a 64, and that is it. There isn't much to wear for the Bulldogs here. A guy that I was so high on preseason in Kyle Flanagan, thought he was going to have a kick on year, being the main man, but he got hooked midway through the game, brought back on because of an injury, but yeah, there's, there's not too much to, to talk about here from uh, the Bulldogs side of things. It's worrying times for them, and they're going to need the, all the recruits they can get uh, next year. But for now, guys, that is the initial round wrap-up. Uh, tomorrow, we'll be jo- joined by Joe from the Park Footy Pod. Uh, we'll give you a big breakdown and things that we learned from round nine. For, for now, keep your friends close and keep your pods closer. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 